Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, Petty Bitches. Welcome to Petty Little Things with Virginia Vine. And this Victoria's Secret. And I am inside a phone box. <laughs> <laughs> Just been talking about like our recording process. Where, even though we're beside each other, we're actually inside phone boxes. We try and get the best sound quality <laughs> that we, we can. Say- when we say inside phone boxes, we actually mean inside a phone box. It's like we're trying to see. Basically, this this studio has uh, really high ceilings and there's the acoustics, so luxurious. It's very so the uh, the acoustics are a bit awkward at the best yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to condense the sound. Mm-hmm. So yes, so it's very uh, claustrophobic in this little phone box. Hi guys, we like Bosco. <laughs> Um, come here. Can we start with Britney at Straight at the Gate? Yes. I can't believe we're talking about Britney again. Britney got the big D. Like Britney's getting the big divorce. Mm. She's losing that absolute wetzer. And her teeth are starting to separate. No, in the you're lying. They're starting to separate. In the <laughs> and I, you know, I think when everything is falling apart and then your teeth start to go, <gasps> it's just um, because apparently they say that, like, you know, you have to wear retainers. You know, like yeah. you have the Hollywood smile. You have yeah. To wear retainers. So even even her teeth are starting to. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm going to say something that I've been thinking for the last mm. while. There's this fellow that we probably both thought was a wetter at one mm. point, and I've clocked recently his teeth are moving. And I know that's such a very specific thing They're to not do. Not Australia, are they? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we have a fascination with twink death, and yeah. this is kind of another level of twink death. He wasn't a twink, but also mm-hmm. he was kind of like someone who, like in the day, everyone's like, admirer Whoa. from the past. Yeah. <laughs> and now to see the teeth going, one's going east, one's going west. It's and you know that is the thing like as you get older it's like your teeth move your teeth constantly move and your ears continue to grow and your nose grows oh my god well, I don't need my so, fucking yeah, nose yeah. to grow anymore mm-hmm. I, my nose needs to stay where it is straight up to Turkey hack it off <laughs> <laughs> even Americans are going to Turkey now to get their teeth done yeah it has to be at some point um, I saw someone the other day is now a, ban- a brand ambassador for this like Turkish uh, kind of Consult place, you know, yeah. where you go, you put the offices in Dublin, okay, and then you go over to thing. And I was like, wow, they, like there must be mega money in it. Mega, but Do you remember like, I used to be obsessed with uh, the grannies that went to Turkey looking for men. <laughs> 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 I was obsessed. There used to be yes. this RTE documentary, and it was like Second Chance Saloon or something. It was all these, uh-huh. like, you know. Like gilfs, like you just say when well, I say gilfs, and you sound very, very loosey. Like Dolores from the flats, you know what I mean? And she'd be heading over to Kusadasi to meet Amir. Amir, <laughs> and he'd be like, "I love Dolores so much," and she'd be like, "Amir, you treat me like no woman has ever treated me." Like <laughs> he'd be rushing her to this, and she'd be having the ball, and she'd be like, "Don't forget me, Amir." Next thing, he'd be he'd, like, they cut the film crew go back, he'd be with some other uh, woman, yeah. Sandra from. Letter Kenny or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you remember the late light interviewed a few of them yeah. uh, about it. And like, disgusted. Disgusted. Yeah. People yeah. real judges. Like, you know, I'm like all for people doing what they want. Mm. But I do think there comes a time when you have to be a little bit kind of like cop on a bit. 
I'm all for everyone getting their bit as well, but like, I don't know if, if, if the bit needs to turn into living together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, I think sometimes those those really big age gap things, and especially culturally, where it's like, yeah. it's like maybe if there's money involved or things like that, I just think I'd, I would, my alarm bells would be ringing. Oh, 100%. I was in um, a little greasy spoon uh, outside Edinburgh once uh, having breakfast I think it was Miss Cracker and on the telly was this morning at the time and um, there was this granny she was about 80 years of age thought, do you remember? yeah and she's a real I, young fella I'm kind of obsessed with those for me too but like are I they think, having sex? yeah and, and I also understand it's like like if somehow Granny Grey hasn't been fucking pounded in four yeah. to five years I understand like go for it girl uh, I just think it's kind of sad when it goes a bit sour yeah because you know, it's because older people I think get hurt a lot more uh-huh. they feel the hurt more I think yeah yeah I'm still focusing on the sex I don't know why but I'm like it's a very very dry oh that's what I was wondering I was like I was like I wonder maybe she need, maybe she's a good gay best friend who's like what lube would you recommend no, do you know what I mean no I wouldn't I like and let's that's just a fact of life yeah um, no fair play to a mirror absolutely <laughs> oh my god uh, have you ever been to Turkey uh, yes we both were when, when we were we in Turkey? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we have the same shared memory then because I remember just walking down the street and everyone was trying to stop us to like yeah. to get something give and kisses. That, <laughs> give us kisses. Come in here, Sandra and Dolores. <laughs> I don't recall them being very gay loving. No, they're real. Uh, they're just trying to flog their, yeah. their fake designer goods. Yeah, and we're really bad fakes as well. Shite. Like Puma with the penis. Puma. Puma Thermans. And then remember they, they kept trying to get us into these. Little cavern shops, yeah, and you get in, they'd be fucking boiling hot, like carpets on the wall as wallpaper. You'd be like, Jesus Christ! Um, well, we go in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not against going back, like you know, hair yeah. hair transplant number fifty six is probably yeah, yeah. around I'm the not, corner. Like I never say never. No, never. Mm. I was just in one of the countries that we were in on that cruise. I was in Croatia. Now it was thirty six degrees, and I, I know oh I've gosh. kind of told you this already. I was wearing three waist cinchers, two pairs of tights, plus one of them really thick. They're almost like leggings, like no thicker than leggings tights to hide your pads, pads boobs like a big wig I for some reason I wore a costume covered head to toe I was I thought you were going to a Muslim country (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to die and I'm I'm not going to lie I wasn't sure you know when you go to a country and you're like oh how are they going to react to me being a drag no one gave a fuck to be honest did you not wear one of those sexy leotards you were (laughs) (laughs) well I think I I was trying to pick something because I I wasn't sure you know like like weddings and stuff like there could be like older people there and you don't want like full puss hanging out yeah, you don't want to drag queen at it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after I performed, I had to go and lie down for an hour. Oh. I thought I was going to pass out. Like, she's Tina Turner. Just take a break after the show. <laughs> and the staff kept coming back going like, you were great, you were great. We've never seen drag queen before. Yeah, they never will again. <laughs> Straight into the boot of a car, taking up the mountains. But there was a gay there, uh, Michael, shout out to you. who had was this. a gay wedding. Yeah, yeah, gay and wedding. what's the situation over there in Croatia with... Gays and the wedding and all kind of stuff. Honestly, honestly, I always get mainly is a Greek Orthodox. Uh, good question. Way. Couldn't tell you. Mm. D- didn't Google that far. I Googled what year the city was built because all the buildings were so old. Yeah. 1846 or something. Oh, relatively quite new. Yeah, same year as Dolly. So like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, it, it was a really beautiful city. I wasn't sure if everyone was going to receive me like like how they would say here. Uh, by by going every time yeah. I walk around the corner. Maybe. But <laughs> actually, actually, everyone was so lovely. Didn't get any weird looks. And I was dressed like a neon highlighter as well. So like, if they're going to look, they're going to look. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, but I don't know good. what 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 uh, religion they are. And what they were set the the reception was quite good. Like as in like oh, was it a forest? No, but like as in um with the gay thing. Oh, absolutely! Like one of the groom's mums came up, like was dying for a photo. Everyone was just so lovely and oh, amazing sessions. Like yeah. they partied. Like I, even when I was back in the little room trying to like you know very warm, yeah. very warm, very warm. I could hear them singing, dancing, jumping. They were putting the Irish to shame. Like oh, well. the Croatians look like a good time. I have to say I love Croatian fellas. Do you? I love them. Oh, I really do. Like, Why? Give me an example. Well, I can't because like you don't know them. Just them. But I've had I've had a couple of liaisons with a couple of Croatian men. And <laughs> And they've been like 
they, I've, they've made me feel like Sandra and Dolores. It's <laughs> 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 so funny because I like I'd moved to Croatia for. <laughs> Before you came in, I literally ran around to the dry cleaners to drop something in, and three, I don't know what language it was, but I'm going to guess Russian. Right. Fellows were walking by. I like Russians as well. And it, I know I shouldn't, I know it's terrible. Well, they might have been saying, let's go get eggs on toast, yeah. but it sounded so like aggressive. And I was like, oh my God, Davina, yeah. Davina would actually die if she was with yeah. me right now. She'd be wet for these three. You know, in the past, like, my name was Natasha. Like, I was like, <laughs> you know, that was my like, previous life. I was like, hello. <laughs> I don't even know why they say hello. What, what kind of hair did you have as Natasha? Oh, like bleach blonde. Yeah. <laughs> bleach on pencil eyebrows, I'd say oh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we love that. And like, we're like, actually not too far off actually what I'm doing now in this current life. So, <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, I went to the All Together Now. Yeah. Have you spoken to them? Uh, yeah, I think we have. have yeah. We? What yeah. else? Uh, I turned 40. You did turn 40, but I yeah. think let's talk about that on the, on the Patreon. Yeah, that had, needs a whole episode yeah, to itself. I had a birthday. It was quite the scandal. <laughs> there was quite a lot of gossip and there was a... Uh, yeah, that's like it's it's a weird thing. I think turning forty. I think it sounds it sounds weirder. I think when you see it written down. Yeah, I, I think you were working up to it for a while. I am, to be honest, I've been working since I haven't stopped. So yeah, um, yeah, it's like all systems go. I'm going over to. Do you feel forty? No, I never feel forty. That's the whole point. It's like, mm. what does forty even feel like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every forty year old I know is. You don't look it. No, I know. No, that is one thing I do know. I yeah. don't know much in this life, but I do know that. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, actually, I've been getting these amazing treatments mm. uh, from this place called BTL. It's uh, they're in Fitzwilliam Square, and this place is like they sell machines to clinics. Oh yeah. So they have all these new technologies that are uh, like revolutionary. They're like, all do these they do tits? <laughs> they, well, they do annual ones. <laughs> they have this thing called the M face. Yeah. And it's basically like these uh, pads that go on your cheeks and on your forehead uh-huh. and a grounding pad on your back. So you don't get basically the electric current has to flow through you. It's basically like. That sounds like one big vibrator. Yeah, no, kind of is, but it's, it's very weird. Like your, your whole facial muscle spasm uh-huh. and it goes really deep down to the layers of like your muscles and it's like basic tones your muscles. It's like having a facelift put through a machine. Okay. But it's only, it's one of the very few machines that are actually FDA approved, which is very hard to get something FDA approved. the American people? Yeah. So they sell them, like all the Kardashians and all have been using these for years. Okay. And it's basically like having uh, fillers and stuff without having injections. Mm. So it basically This is not an ad, by the way. No, it's not. No, I'm, just, no, I'm, I'm just talking about these, these yeah. experiences. So they offered me like a course of treatments. So I've been having that. Mm. But I have to say, like... Have I'm, you feel a difference? Yeah, I really have. Where? My face, my jaws feel tighter. Like, like I feel it in my face. My face feels tighter. I'm having a good look. My, um, my forehead definitely feels lifted. So yeah. like it's like giving me like an eye lift. Well, okay. Like, can you tell them how this happened that you ended up getting it? Because this story is kind of yes, funny. I so will. you went to this, like, what was it? Like cosmetic, like it's, industry it's, event? It's actually the Future of Beauty uh, exhibition. And it was in the audience. Do you think you're the future of That's beauty? That's what I said. I walked in and I said, hello, everyone. This is the future of beauty. And the whole place just looked at me. I walked in the door. What were you wearing? That. I was wearing like a power suit. So oh, I of looked, course. I looked real business. Yeah. I had a handbag and an umbrella. If you ever want Davina to go to anything that is daytime, just know the legs are going to be covered because yeah, it's a lot of time to put is. on for like one little I walked day. in... Um, and I literally all flew the doors open and there was like loads of grannies going to it like because they want to get all the freebies and like they think it's like the ideal homes exhibition. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're all in there like Love. granny samples. <laughs> like, going around. So I was um, so I was walking around and I was, well, I was actually there to have my lips done live on stage with, by Kerry Hannafy. Okay. So that's why I was there. I was and there did they do it? I was there as a model. No, they actually didn't get time. I was kind of glad because I, like, I think like you're going to have to get them done in front of like you know, it's it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I was just doing Kerry a favor. And okay. my lips were actually fine. I didn't need anything done to them. So I was like, oh, I'd, I was going to do it because that's yeah. the kind of person I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so just, just earlier on that, I had a dream that people kept telling me that I'd gone way too far with my lips. Oh my God. <laughs> now, my lips are right yeah, in front of you right now. I've definitely not I gone know. too I far. Do, I just like to say, I just can't try that dream. You haven't gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, it just kept happening, kept happening. I also had a dream that my granddad was, was alive again. He looked so different. It was so weird. But anyway. Even, maybe he was getting the M face. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm let you tell you about the, the things I've been having for. So the M okay. face, which is actually, you know, getting this course, um, course of treatments and I think I have like another two to do yeah uh which so it's like after three months then you're supposed to like visibly see a, re- a result so I already feel the results but you know like when you put makeup on you see a lot more mm. so all these celebs apparently Alicia Silverstone is mad for having them 
Uh, the Kardashians have them all the time. So it's getting rave reviews. Apparently it's fab. Then the other thing I had was this thing called M-Sculpt. Okay. Um, it's actually M-Sculpt Neo. There's an M-Sculpt and this Neo one basically like, heats up your body. It's like, a, put it on your abs, like near your arms, near your legs. And basically, Where are your abs? Oh, wait, here, look, they're, they're <laughs> Where are they? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> here, put somewhere. them on your abs. So you put them on, you put it on your abs, put it on your stomach, put it on your legs, put it anywhere. And it basically heats up, it gets really hot, like, and then it's like, um, pulsating. So it's like doing 100 sit-ups in like a half an hour. Yeah. 100,000 sit-ups Sounds amazing, though. And then it's, it's like this, has this, like, kind of, like, knocking. Uh-huh. And basically, it's like playing all the lactic acids, you know? So, like, if you did do, like, say, you know, loads of sit-ups, yeah. you know, you get pains, well, no, you wouldn't know. But the, <laughs> the next day, you get pains. So, basically, drains all the lactic acids. So, it's actually kind of amazing. Yeah. By the way, Davina was basically doing a radio play there. Yeah. She did the full knock yeah. on the mm-hmm. table. Instead, mm-hmm. I felt like I was listening to RT Radio oh, yeah. 1. Oh, yeah. Good So, go on. You were at the Future Beauty and yes, this so, woman. So the, the, so, the people from BTL were there and uh, there was, um, there was, they have this other device. Yeah. Uh, that basically they were, they said, Dee, Dee wants to meet you. So they were like, come over, come over. <laughs> and she starts, she's telling me about this chair. Okay. So this is, and this is actually a really good device. This is another chair that they're trying to get word out. About. Yeah. Genius. It's just how they said that. Yes. This. So it looks like, um, it looks like a poof that you have in your house. Like a round circular kind of poof. Yeah. Now it's basically designed for women that like want to like tighten their pelvic muscles after having yeah. babies. Maybe if they're like, if they have a bit of a leaky bladder. Yeah. Um, Loads of people I know have leak, people. leaky yeah. bladders, Especially by the way. Have to have a kid. Apparently that's like a real big thing. Yeah. So like, so th- that's really the main focus of this thing. And it basically sit on it and it tightens all your downstairs muscles. Mm. And again, it's one of these FDA episodes. Like it's, proven to have yeah. results so if anyone is interested i think that they have them in lots of different clinics but mm. I, i'm not sure exactly of the name of it, but if you dm me i will find out if you, if you really are interested but the reason <laughs> i love this they brought me over because they wanted to get the word out to the gays yes that basically it's also usable for, for males like that uh-huh. gay guys could actually use this as well because it could actually tighten up the anal muscles oh yeah and that, um, you know, some people suffer with anal leakage mm-hmm. and, you know, basically. <laughs> so for all you loose gays out there, you know who you are. We yeah. know who you are. And, and it, but apparently it does actually. So if anyone is suffering from that, because apparently they told me that uh, there is a lot of people that do suffer with this. And I was yeah. like, okay. And I said, have you tried panty? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I love it. No, they, no actually, no, they actually said to me, we've been trying to get into the panty. But she hasn't got back to us. And I said, give me your card. And I said, I'll give it directly to her. <laughs> Did you? No, I just, I told her, I told her to her face there last week. She was laughing about it. Oh my God, I love um, it. But apparently it is, like, so if anyone is suffering with anything like that, it does actually tighten up your muscles uh-huh. and do any of that. If anyone is basically big. Yeah, that. okay, I love that. <laughs> Get into it. Um, just before we move on from from uh, like all of that, Nate, I went to do some bed. I, I stopped doing some beds for yeah. years, right? But mm-hmm. I got a little bit of a color on on, on um, holidays and I cleared up my skin lovely. And I went in last week and she said, oh, date of birth. That's how they take your details. And I was like, you know, 3rd of May, 1984. And she was like, in the sunbed shop? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how they find you on the system. And I almost fucking jumped across the counter and kissed yeah. her. She was like, you're not. You're okay. absolutely not. Oh, she must be visually impaired. <laughs> <laughs> the sun has damaged her eyes. Wow. The I... UV rays have <laughs> I skipped into that sunbed. I'd say she came out from behind the counter with a white stick. Ding, ding, ding. She's like, oh, she's feeling the braille on the sunbed. Yeah, number three. <laughs> oh my God. Come here. I, w- I, I got a taxi in here. I'm just swiftly moving on yeah, from this bitch okay. abusing me. I tell her that she doesn't look 40 and she does the opposite. This sums up our friendship. Oh. Got a taxi in here because I had my drag suitcase with me. And the fucking dirt oh of gosh. the taxi. Like, you know, when you open the boot, like if you drive a taxi, in my opinion, the boot is really for the yeah. passengers. Do you mm-hmm. kind of way? Uh, by all means, keep well, the whole like, car should be clean. It should be. But it was like crumbs everywhere, like rubbish was in it. So then, you know, you're going to get inside the taxi and it's going to smell like balls. Yeah. And what does it smell like? Balls. balls. Oh, I know. I yeah. About it. it's, I think that's so disgusting, especially inside the car. I was in the car very recently when I was coming back from the Barbie thing. And I was like, the Oh my god! And he went to have her in the woods. So I was in for extra long. I yeah, like, this is like I'd rather get a horse and car. Yeah, like, it would actually be easier. Like I, I kind of as mm-hmm. a, like since COVID anyway, I kind of get into a taxi, roll down the window straight away anyway, because I'm just like hyper aware. Like mm-hmm. someone lives in that car, basically. Yeah. It's like it's kind of filthy anyway. 
I remember speaking to some beds. I remember back in the day, I went through a phase of, I was doing those tan injections. Oh my God, I remember. Was yeah. it up the nose? No, it was, uh, you had to inject it, keep it in the fridge and yeah. for like for 10 days. Oh, she was an addict. She I had to inject. Addict. Yeah, I was like, doing the Jekos. <laughs> and um, I have to say, like, they got an amazing colour. Like, yeah. it was so dark. The colour was beautiful. Um, And I can see why a tan becomes addictive. Oh, 100%. But there's no, luckily, in a weird way, there's no sunbed actually near where I live. Yeah. Now where we have sunbeds. Someone by. literally just there. Yeah, but not where I live. Okay, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, I wouldn't, like, coming into town to a sunbed is just... There's too a lot much. of effort. Yeah. If there was one near me, I think I'd be on it all the time. And, yeah. you know, all this kind of controversy with fake tan and people over tanning and all this kind mm. of stuff, I just feel like, you know, well, I, I did the, my skin tans. Skin yeah, tans. yeah, yeah, Skin totally. will go that colour if you're in exposed to so much sunlight. Yeah. So, I would rather easily whack on a couple of coats of tan. I would too, but I like my, I like my Francis Brennan sheets too much. I don't. I can give you, I give me a black sheet over like a nice bronze glow any fair. day. Fair is fair. Fair. But well, I, I am stopping by the way. I, I promise myself that I will by the end mm. of like, you know, mid-September. Well, like I'm, like my skin is fair. And I yeah. remember when I was doing those injections every day, like my skin went, I could take like 10 minutes on some bed. Yeah. And you wouldn't burn. That's yeah. the thing you don't burn. So you're on it and you're like toasty. Like, oh, and, and you know, you come out and you feel kind of, Glam and gorge. Yeah, I don't know what it only is. Only thing is, afterwards, I have to say, because there is side effects. Yeah, and the side effect, I got really horny <laughs> from this, from the injection. I, mean, I mean, like really, like like insatiable. You know, like insatiable. Like the only way I can describe it is like a dog dragging its arse on the ground. Like it was that. Are like, you fucking kidding? Yeah, it was. It was. I can't describe it. It was like a horniness that I felt like in my chest because it was like it was like. <laughs> you know, like this. I can't describe it because it's like it fucks, I don't think you ever told me this because it fucks with your kind of like your melanin and your hormones and all this kind of stuff. So you're like just out, I feel it out of sorts. Oh my but god! I couldn't describe it. It was just like, and you feel it like through your fingers. <laughs> like you'd be like one of the dogs that needs to get. Um, oh my god! Yeah, spayed. Literally, like that's it was like insatiable. Um, and were you seeking it during no, that time? No, you just you'd physically feel it. Like so okay. you just get this rush of like. Oh, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> sniffing other people's butts <laughs> no but you get it like in the weirdest like you know there'd be nothing going on you just be like all of a sudden you just get this rush like I can imagine it's like you know women in menopause you know like that like half blush of like yeah. just a, like a rush of, like were you fancying people that you never would normally fancy no it wasn't that bad oh, okay no it was more like a physical internal thing yeah but it was I just used to laugh when I feel it because it was such a giddy feeling oh my like, god like, so it was very strange and then um, then it came out like you can get it in like a nasal spray yeah and I had a couple of them, but I've actually, I never used them. Okay. I, just, I was like, oh, I don't want to go down this route again. Yeah. I've just getting stuck, stuck into some beds. I just think it's bad for your skin. And, and to be honest, it is. I have nice skin. And yeah. I don't want to like, I feel like it d damages your son. Uh -huh. And years ago. You do have nice skin for your years age. Years ago. Thank you, darling. Uh, when I used to work for Longcom, they used to have this, it was actually a crazy thing. It was like, kind of like this phone box. It was okay. like a mirror. Yeah. But it had like UV lights and on inside. So when you'd stick your head through the curtain, it would show you all your age. Oh spots, no, that's horrific. Damage. Yeah, like it was really bad. And I, but this stage, I'd like, God, it was years ago. I didn't do any sunbeds. Hard yeah. Time sun. I only had very minor, but I looked in it to my friends. They were like, I mean, destroyed. And this was young people. So imagine the people that go into this one. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it really does damage your skin. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's probably why the likes of like Paris Hilton and Juno Birch are wearing gloves all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a pair of Juno Birch's uh, gloves up there. Are they actually her gloves? Yeah, they're like, they have the nails painted and everything. Oh. She left them behind. I was uh, like, I shouldn't bin them. Do you know that kind of way? Uh, so I, ca I kept she's them. She's cute. I like she's Juno. She's real cute. Come here. We should um, get her on the pod. Yeah, we should. Yeah. She's actually finishing up a really big American tour. So I'll harass yeah. her. Now, I did ask her before. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'd love to. And then I love her voice. Oh, me too. I love her, the accent. Is me so too. Yeah, I'll actually will ask her. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Americans in Dublin. Yes. I wasn't here. Oh, but yeah. the, the, the Thursday or the Friday before I was on Dame Street collecting something and this big car drives down Dame Street with a huge Trump flag. I mean, huge, Trump huge Trump flag. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't know there was this American football thing happening. Yeah. So everyone started replying saying loads of Americans. Straight are Pride. Straight fucking Pride. Straight fucking Pride. And they closed Dame Street. Mm -hmm. We can't have Dame Street no. closed for Pride. But, and they closed but they're closed from for like this. Friday at eight o'clock. Till Saturday at 10 o'clock. So yeah. It was closed for like more than 24 hours. And then they rename Dame Street to Notre Dame Street. Mm -hmm. And like, like we can't even change Georgia Street to like, no, I don't know, Gage Street or something like that. It's so funny because it's just, it just shows you like money talks and it's all about tourism. And I'm just, to be honest, I'm just glad there was no more attacks and no more trouble, mm -hmm. which, you know, but... 
Well, you were sick over the weekend, so you missed it as well. Yeah, thank God. Because I was like, oh, you know, I live near the Aviva, so it's always chaos. So I can mm-hmm. imagine trying to get out, trying to get home. I was like, oh my God, no. Do you know what? I'll sit this one out. Yeah, dead right. Okay. Um, we have a special guest today. Um, yeah, we have a very special guest. Um, he is uh, one of, uh, he's one of the world's biggest porn stars. Oh, wow. Adult entertainment actor. Speaking of horny. Should I say? Yes. Uh, so he's going to be joining us. He is uh, a French descent, but he's uh, brought up in, in Ireland. Uh-huh. And yeah, he's made like over 100 adult films. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so he's, I'm so yeah. excited for this. So Davina has done a, a, like a, a little hookup for the pods. I'm excited. We're going to interview him straight after this. But in the meantime, I want to remind you all that if you in, enjoy, love, or are obsessed with our podcast, we have so much extra content over on our Patreon. You can join for extra episodes. There's an ep- extra episode every two weeks. Uh, and we're going to do a shout out to Ushin. Ushin is our Patreon member Ushin, of the week. Ushin, yeah, Ushin with just one fodder. Yeah. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about Davina's birthday. All the little gossip. I kind of did. Speaking of Tiernanog. I attempted to do like a mini roast. I said a few words at Davina's yeah. birthday. So I might even share some of the things that I said. M- maybe not all. No, you will. Yeah. Because I still have them written down. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash paylowthingspod if you're a nosy bitch and need a bit more. Do you know, it's so funny. One of the shady things that she said, um, she was sagging somebody else that wasn't there. And my mom was there and she was actually said, what, what was that? Uh what was Victoria saying about that person? And I was like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I was a great because obviously it hit a mark because everyone laughed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it over there. Uh, we'll be back right after this little jingle. And we're back. We're back with a very special guest, a very special interview. We have a world-renowned adult entertainment actor uh, coming. He's actually uh, via Munster, <laughs> so that's kind of different. <laughs> glamour, the glamour. With the gorgeous Theo Ford is here live, not in the studio, but on Zoom. Yeah. Hi, Theo. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. We are so excited. Now, listen, let's be honest. Every person watches porn, right? And I think it's a fascination of us all. I have been forever, uh, like, enamored with the Playboy uh, image. I was always more interested in the girls. I'm not going to lie. The the big blonde, big boobs. And then we (laughs) just tried to be those, Theo. So so I think there's a lot of people who have a fascination about it. You know, like when I see the the girls in the industry, I always felt like they were kind of, you know, out of this world and not really, um, not really based in reality. Whereas when you see guys, they're a lot more, um, I don't want to say what real or, you know, um, easier to relate to, but I think that's why a lot of women also um, are a fan of our movies because they feel like it's a bit more, something more natural or, um, humane in in the way that we can look whereas the girls it's always you know they, they look like more like drag queens actually which is really funny yeah it's you know, big hair, big it's, big kind lips. Of, um, it's kind of fantasy isn't it though it's 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 fantasy and i think one thing that victoria just said there is um like that's just like one element of of kind of like the porn industry i suppose and it's so varied like there's so many different uh, elements which i know we'll 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 get into uh before before uh-huh. that but i think we should start a little bit more like at the beginning, I think a little bit, because you have a kind of a strange kind of like, what would you say? Like, so you're, you're from France. You're, you're born in France. Yeah. 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 So I was yeah. born there. So tell us a little bit about your beginnings first. Well, I'm, I, 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 I moved to Ireland when I was a kid and it was kind of weird to, you know, to move to Waterford and, um, and having like this multicultural background, mm-hmm. um, especially back, you know, back in the nineties. Um, mm. I think Ireland was still being developed and there wasn't as many, especially, especially Waterford. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think multi, multicultural, you know, um, individuals were not as, mm-hmm. as common. So I was definitely a bit of, um, an alien on outsider, um, which was, is in a real way, I think it kind of taught me to own my differences and, and to make it a strength. Maybe it's more difficult mm-hmm. when you're a teenager. And I think now look, now more and more people are celebrated for their differences. And it's obviously easier when you're an adult, yeah. Definitely. And so I just I, I just find it, it's amazing that, that you've got to the, the level that you have 
in the business kind of coming from Waterford, which is just kind of, it's really, yes. you know, unusual or That's unheard really, of. So true. Like, cause I mean, I, I don't know how one gets into it. Obviously, with OnlyFans, that's quite different. You mm. you start from home, or but how does how does a, a little French boy from Waterford end up uh, making like over a hundred like porn movies? How does how does how do you get there? Well, you know, it was uh, completely uh, kind of out of the blue. I never kind of uh, thought I would do it. It was the first time. Mm. It was just kind of pure fluke. Um, I you know I was I started modeling when I was nineteen, and at 25, a producer contacted me to, to do adult movies. And I was in my head kind of thinking, oh, you know, I'm old enough that I think maybe I can do it. And I'm also young enough that it's the right time. Because um, now I see guys who are, you know, 18 and 19 and they're in the, the industry. And I think that's maybe a bit too young. Um, and I never thought anything would come of it. I never thought anyone would see it, let alone like it, you know? So yeah. mm-hmm. it felt like a like a snowball that got bigger and I was just along for the ride, literally, you know, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, and yeah, it was never a, a goal or dream or, or nothing like that. I think it was kind of at first for the laugh and then it became yeah. something. And it's when people or producers started calling me and studios calling me to come, you know, shoot in the US or all over Europe. I was like, oh, damn, like, is this real? Like, uh, are they actually calling me? Like, how is this happening? So I could never, you know, give you a, uh, like, a how to become whatever. Yeah. So almost like, it was almost like kind of, like in a weird way, kind of like meant to be. Like, yeah. I, I think it sounds very organic, a little bit kind of natural. But also, like, uh, yeah. you know, like, our moms always tell us not to talk to strangers. Some random person reached out and said, hi, would you like to shoot an adult movie? Like, how does it go from, hello, because, like, I've been offered millions of dollars through emails before. To and keep I'm, your clothes on. <laughs> to keep my clothes on, yeah. Yeah, um, it was, a, it was, yeah. An on, uh, it was just online. And um, at first I was, you know, you always kind of think, you know, like some weirdos are messaging you. And yeah. It turned out like he was legit and we met and it kind of took a bit of, you know, sort of talking and maybe convincing. And then I just thought, you know, what the heck, Let, let's just do it. Um, but never would I have imagined, you know, I would get to this point. And I don't know if you remember, but Davina, we met. Um, yes, I do remember. I do I remember. Came, I came to pick you up at work uh, and we went, to, we went to the cinema and then we went out to the George and it was just like kind of this crazy. And for me at the time coming from Waterford, that was the craziest, yeah. you know. And then when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I was so much has changed since then. And it's, I don't think I would have ever uh, bet any kind of money that I would have become any kind of actor or model in. Yeah. As an yeah. adult, yeah. So, Theo, just in relation to the first time you ever did it, because I think firsts are like such such an interesting thing. I always remember my first time doing drag. Like, it was yeah. a disaster, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I fell around the stage. I was so nervous. And Davina was actually present for, for that first, uh, which kind of made it easier because mm-hmm. I knew her. But you were going into a room, I'm guessing, full of strangers. Then yeah. I've not done this before. Talk me through that first experience on, on a set. It was funny because it was actually outdoors um, and it was outside of Paris. And I don't think I could describe how unattractive and unsexy or unsexual in any way, oh, which man. was it's kind of weird because people would always say, you know, you're you're doing porn, so you're actually having a lot of sex. I'm like, yeah, but when you're on set, there's a, it's not really sex. It's your, your acting, uh, a sexual act. But let me yeah. tell you, there's nothing sexy usually about it. There's nothing uh, natural because you could film for about 12 hours uh, in one day for just, you know, wow. 20 or 25 minute scene. And so there's really nothing sexy. And at the end, all you want to do is, you know, finish with the money shot and, you know, go for tacos afterwards. Um, and can I ask, because you were saying like, you, so you did a little bit of modeling kind of before you got into like the, the porn side and did that kind of like give you a little bit of like, what would you say, experience kind of like, was that yeah. similar in any way, you know? Yeah, because a lot of the, like obviously you're filming, but there's a lot of photos, you know, for the promos, for uh, the DVDs, uh, the, the covers and, and so on. 
So there's a lot of actual modeling, um, which obviously helps. And that's why I was kind of lucky to have had that experience. And that's actually how the producer yeah. uh, found me or messaged me the first. Yeah. Uh, at first, it's because he, he had seen uh, professional lectures of mine, and I was like, "Oh, you know, he has a good look." And if you, even now, when I see other co-stars or throughout my career, a lot of the guys they look so sexy, they look like they should be there. And a lot of the time, I look kind of, kind of, you know, sort of innocent or um, a bit more, uh, yeah, ingenue in, in comparison. And I'm like, oh yeah, damn, maybe that's why I I became kind of successful because I don't look the part yeah. in, in so many ways, you know? Uh-huh. So you think you think your innocent little face maybe uh, carried you along the way? Yeah, yeah, because you know, there's so many, so many guys, especially now, as you said, you know, with OnlyFans or but everyone with an iPhone can uh can call themselves, you know, an actor or uh, yeah. a star. If I would never call myself a star, to be honest. It's it's always kind of cringy when I hear anyone who calls themselves <laughs> Like let others tell you you're a star, you know. Um, but and do you think? Um, do you think when you first started like doing that, do you think like the the industry is like well, uh, like we're just saying with OnlyFans things like things have totally changed. So in regards to like actually like making movies and kind of budgets and stuff like that, like the actual logistic part of it um, must have changed so much, mm. like over the course of even your career. Yeah, yeah, of course, there was a lot more money, um, you know, ten years ago, and now it's. Uh, it's much faster. I would even have producers that would, you know, tell me, oh, we have a production and, you know, it would just be like an hour. And I'm like, an hour? That's that's not even enough, you know, to take a good few photos. So for me, it's always important to differentiate, you know, uh, self-made content and then studio content. And I did try doing lockdown because uh, I was kind of bored and single. I was like, oh, let's, you know, let's try a bit of OnlyFans. And I don't think it was for me. Um, yeah. Okay. I like the production value. I like having professionals around, you know, be, like in front and yeah. and behind the camera. For me, that's really important to also feel like you're making a quality product. And that's why I, I also didn't want to uh, venture into into OnlyFans. I totally get that. Yeah. yeah like oh, you, 100%. You want to produce it, a quality product. It is like, it is full-blown acting. Yeah. So mm. it's like, it's it totally, it's, it's quality. Um, and one thing as well, do you remember like, um, there was definitely a big flurry. You were all over the press a little while ago. We were on the Late Late Show. Yeah. And we were talking about like, like what was going on that time that we were, I think it was like a, a, a drill on like sexual health or stuff, wasn't it? It was something about sexual health in the business. Yeah, well, um, that was funny because I there was an Irish Independent um, article that came out, and all of a sudden, like straight people discovered gay porn existed, and I was like, I'm, you know, I've been doing this for like you know a little while now. I go for a few years, you know, this is nothing new. But it's yeah. funny when straight people discover something, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, did you hear? Like, um, and yeah, it's of course, so sensationalist. Sometimes it can be so sensationalized. Oh, because, yeah, of course, when you see any kind of um, article in straight press that, you know, might uh, touch on a uh, LGBT or a gay topic, especially, especially when it's about sex, they're all yeah. shocked, but at the same time, they're really into it, which is really funny. Of course they are. Um, <laughs> but, of course, you know, like when you're on RT and Lele and show, like you can't, there's a lot of topics, you know, maybe you can't really talk about, um, you know, like mm. sex work, for example. At the time, it was just when the abortion referendum was going through. So they had told mm. me also to not mention that. But I did talk wow. about, you know, because that's what also I brought about, you know, the, the sexual health topic. Because I said, you know, your body, your cho- I kind of made a point, like your body, your choice. Yeah. I didn't talk about the, the, the abortion, but it kind of linked to... Um, you have what to take ownership yeah. of your your sexuality and your body, whatever you yeah. do with it. Um, so I thought that was like a sneaky way of of pointing to clever, yeah, yeah. clever. And, you know, like yeah. uh, just in relation to like people's reactions, because we've we've interviewed lots of people who have many different types of careers, and we had this whole coming out to our families mm-hmm. about doing drag. What was mm-hmm. it like telling yours that you had started doing adult films, and how did they react as well? Um, I think my mom just saw a a poster I posted on my 
personal Facebook. I didn't realize that because I was hosting at the time with my ex-husband uh, in LA. We were hosting parties and there was just this poster and it said Theo Ford at the bottom. And I didn't realize. And my mom called me and she was like, who's Theo Ford? Um, so I told her. <laughs> That's and a good drag like, name, isn't it? <laughs> you know, That's like, a good drag name. <laughs> You could you could make it a drag thing, yeah. Um, and she was actually she was more she was wondering like what my husband thought about it. And I was like, that's how I met him. I was living in LA, and we had friends in common, and that's that's how we we had met. Uh, my sister was always very supportive. She was she loved it. She would come to a lot of the award shows with me as my date. Um, so I think as as everything in life, if it's not an issue for you if you own it. Yeah. If you, you make know, it an issue, it can become an issue. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's really it, good advice. And I anyway, think, I think more, especially if you hear, like I've seen the Waterford, there's a lot of, you know, um, guys who might be what they call discreet or on the DL or, yeah. you know, buy or not out. And I'm like, who are you doing that for? Because no one really cares. And again, if you don't make it an issue, people will just be like, okay, cool, whatever. If you make an issue, if you make it weird for everyone around you, then it's difficult to uh, to demand that people accept you for who you are if you can't even say this is who I am. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Um, yeah. And tell me this. Um, so, w- what's your status now? Are you are you still making movies? Are you still in the business? Are you st- what's where are you at now in your life? I haven't I haven't been filming and. And since before COVID, actually, uh, it was funny because COVID was kind of a, a way to, to not be filming, not do any fo- more photo shoots. And it's kind of nice to also be take a really big step back. Um, I've still, you know, been sort of in the industry because I've, you know, I think I'll always be my my face will always be there. And I still yeah. have people, you know, messaging me saying, oh, my God, I love your movies as if, you know, it had you know, come out yesterday. Um, but that's, but it's nice, you know, I think I've done enough movies. I've done enough, uh, work to not want to do, um, well, that's more. the point though, I think as well, it's always going to be needed and it's yeah. always going to be people yeah. always looking for new discoveries, like all those like seventies porns are still knocking around, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah. It's still, and people are always going to, always going to want to. It, that's what I, I, it would be funny. I was actually thinking about that because sometimes on Twitter I see you know, like vintage porn or photos. And I'm like, I wonder if my movies, you know, in like in 20, 30 years <laughs> would be like that. Would, would they be called vintage porn? Um, yeah. So that would be funny. And actually, I think, when you kind of think about like when you see kind of some of the vintage porn, like some of the 70s porn, like it, like it, it has that certain look about it. Yeah, full bushes. You know, full, yeah. yeah, like the 70s and the yeah. 80s and 90s. And it's it's funny. We wonder what people in years to come look back on, on this and go, oh, that was like the noughties. Yeah. <laughs> Do that kind of way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of was there a favorite thing that you've, you've done throughout your uh, career? For me, it was really like uh, all the traveling and meeting kind of crazy people because you have to be, I mean, you, it's like a bit in, uh, in drag, you know, you have to be a bit crazy, a bit delusional <laughs> in so many yeah. ways to, to be doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone well-adjusted to society will do, go into porn or into drag. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of porn actors and drag queens get along. Because on top of a lot of the time, you know, working in the same clubs or doing shows together, um, we end up just being kind of clowns or being yeah it's so true um there is a porn actor i was going to say who the girls from drag race always talk and say when the new girls are announced there's a porn actor who always ends up sliding into their dms oh, really? i can't remember his name i'm going to google him after this but basically like like and and they all say that like he tries to you know Get in there a bit. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get the name over to you as soon as she can remember. Uh, Alzheimer's dementia has kicked in here. Um, and over all the movies that you've done, what has been your favorite movie that you've done that you're proud of? I think one of the last ones, um, we were filming in Paris, actually. I was living in London and we were filming for Falcon Studios. And we came to Paris where there was a bunch of actors from the US, from the UK and, and from Europe. And that was really amazing to have, it felt like kind of, you know, like a, like a holiday trip, you know, like all yeah. go on vacation. We live together in those incredible flats or houses and, and then we're filming during the day or at night. And for me, it's, it's that friendship, it's that feeling of 
you know, you're all part of the same, um, that's the same madness. Like I want to say, you know, yes. the same, the same journey. And just like the girls, I think when you hear about, uh, some of the girls who go on drag race, for example, always say, you know, there's one thing we have in common is that adventure. No one, no one yeah. else can, can uh, comprehend what it means to be part of that adventure. And I think for porn, it's the same. It's, it's like a life experience. That, yeah. Yeah. And it's something that is so weird. Cause even now when I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of wild. Cause I would, you know, I would walk down the streets of Waterford and be like, it's kind of crazy. I was doing porn, like, you know, like a hot minute ago. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Is, it's so relatable. Cause I think sometimes it does feel like, I, I feel like that sometimes it, it feels like this duo life. It's like, mm. it's like, it's like you're, you're, you've lived two lives. And in kind of four way. walls, you yeah, can be no. the most well-known person. Yeah. And then you walk outside those four walls and nobody knows. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's nice because especially when you're, for me, like when you're surrounded by uh, straight people, you don't, like not really, not anyone would recognize you or make it a, a point. But it's more when you in a gay club or if there's one gay guy who's like, oh my God, you know, do you know what he does, what he did and you know who that is? Yeah. And it's funny. It can be, you know, I'm always, I'm always happy to say hi and, you know, talk about it. But when you're just having, you know, fun or you're out with friends, you don't always want to talk about your job, whatever that is. Of course. Um, yeah, so sometimes I'm like, it's, it's more other people make it weird. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, and then obviously it's always the same questions, you know, talking about your, uh, your body or your dick. And I'm like, can we not, can we not talk about my penis, you know, at midnight <laughs> in a club or in a concert, you know? Um, and that's why sometimes also, it's just to be real. There's a lot of straight husbands that also will recognize your faces as well. Yeah. So <laughs> you say it's only the guys. There's definitely a lot of straight husbands watching on the slide. Or even the it, it, even girls, um, straight girls, yeah. straight women would watch a lot of. A lot of porn. straight women love gay porn, don't they? Yeah. And oh, I'd yeah. like to ask, like, we we ever approached about doing straight porn, or how, like, does the like what do the lines blur there? What's the story there? I don't think I've been specifically uh, approached to do it, but I know that if I had wanted to, I could have done, you know, by straight or or trans porn for sure. Um, for me, it was. Of course, it's still acting, you know, but and I've seen a lot of straight guys do gay porn. I think it would be more difficult for me to, to ever do um, straight porn because I really, for sure, you know, whatever your gender identity can be, I know for sure that my uh, sexual identity is very much homosexual. And I think you need to be able to do it. You know, it's not just about taking, you know, a pill to get a hard on or um, you need to be also feel comfortable in what you're doing. And yeah. it's so intimate at the same time that if you're not comfortable, even with your co-star or your producer or whatever, it can make, it can make it very, very difficult. Uh, and I've had issues sometimes on set where you would be asked or there would be a demand that you're not comfortable with. And when you start out in the industry, you never think you can say no. And yeah. as time goes on, you're, you're actually able to say, look, I'm, you know, I'm all for being professional, but. I'm not comfortable doing this or that. So I think I never yeah. want to put myself in a situation where I wasn't comfortable. Um, totally. You know, what, what, what does Kim Cattrall say? You know, I never want to be in a situation I'm not happy with for a, even like an hour. Um, oh, that's really so relatable. Yeah. So relatable. Especially when it comes to work and, and your, your own body, you know, it's, it's yeah. the last sort of uh, piece of you. And if you can't protect that, then, you know, and can I ask actually speaking while we're on that topic like I suppose like and you 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 said earlier on it's like you know having sex kind of as your job like and having to perform like that does that change when you're with someone like you know off camera like does that affect yeah. your sex life you know how does that mentally land with you do you know that way oh it's very um it can be very difficult um Especially at first, when you're in a committed relationship, or when I was married, for example, it was it could be difficult. You know, you're filming all day, and then at night, your partner, or your husband, and might... your your ex husband was in porn as well, was he? No, no, no. He was a uh, he was an Andrew Christian model actually, and and hairstylist. Oh, yeah. um, I know it was kind of very cliche for the, the porn actor and the Andrew Christian model to get married, um, <laughs> which I I find funny afterwards. I was like, oh god. 
um, but of course there is, you know, it, it, this difficulty of sort of make it a like dissociating yourself from from your job uh, when you get home, and I think it kind of taint, like tainted my my view on sex uh, for myself since. And I think that's the one of the negatives I want to say uh, of being in the adult industry. But there is, you know, a difference between having sex, uh, making love, and then actually filming uh, a sex scene. They're right. very different. Think but, some, uh, do you think sometimes people find it hard to separate the porn star from the person? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And because they see you on, you know, on, on their computer, you know, at night, um, doing whatever, they feel like they own a piece of you. So... In person, how many times have I had people, you know, broke me or, you know, touch me or be able to uh, or feel like they were able to say or do things that you would never do to anyone else just yeah, because yeah. they had seen my movies. Um, so sometimes I do have to, you know, by, by being pleasant, I still have to say, you know, look, I'm all for being nice, being chilled and everything, but you yeah, have to respect boundaries. me and my boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's sometimes that's difficult. And do you yeah. think you'll ever, do you think you will go back to it at some point? Do you think it's in your future? You know what? I right now would say no, because I definitely want to, you know, do other things. And, you know, before porn, I was working in fashion. I was working in PR um, as a stylist also for, yeah. for magazines and celebrities. So I've done other things. Um, yeah. And even though it and is are you based, are you, are you based in Ireland now? Are you based back in yeah. Ireland? I came back okay. to, to Waterford um, last year to spend some time with family and um, and kind of, you know, relax my, my head, my yeah. brain from all the traveling. Um, you know, I left Ireland, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. And I've not stopped traveling and working and going from one adventure to, to another. So it's kind of nice mm-hmm. to be back here and to, to reconnect with society and with, I want to say, you know, uh, normal, like a sense yeah, of normalcy. To ground yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And can I actually ask, like, because, like, obviously, like, I, I knew you in, like, in, in another life. But, uh, <laughs> have, you, have you seen, Ireland, has Ireland changed so much since you've been away, since you come back? I think for, there's definitely been, you know, some changes, you know, like this gay marriage and uh, abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more and more people are open to what the world can uh, can bring. But in so many ways, yeah. like I, can, I still recognize the same, you know, same streets, the same bars. Um, I think you were talking in one of your previous shows about Dragon, and I used to go yeah. to, oh, to, to <laughs> I used to go to Dragon. because yeah, I was I don't, I don't know I think it was with Courtney I think oh no oh uh, Bianca you were talking about that or something, and mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god yes um, I I remember. And so, yeah, of course, there's little like landmarks like that that, that may have changed. Um, but the few things that have changed, maybe for the, the better, but otherwise it's very mm-hmm. much the, the same, um, yeah. which is not a bad I thing. You know? you know, not at, no, not at all. And it <laughs> changes. You can't stop progress. Is the same <laughs> area as well. um, what, what do you see as next? What's next for, for Theo Ford? What's next on the agenda? Like if it's, if it's not more movies, what would you like to do? Where would you, where do you see yourself going? What's next? I mean, it, whether I use, you know, Theo Ford or if I, you know, or just me, you know, in my sort of private life, um, it would be nice to kind of stay in Ireland actually, and either go back to working in fashion, um, or, or I don't know, it could be, could be interesting to see what the next adventure is. Um, you must have ne- learned so many amazing skills as well, mm. like in, on your journeys, you know, the kind of way, like through all that. Yes. And you also learned to to take ownership of yourself and because so many people might know you and might have an idea of you. So it's a, it's a di- all different way of um, living your own life. Um, Got you. And that's why it's, inter- well, it's interesting now to just be, you know, and not be recognized and kind of, you know, be able yeah, to totally. have your own life. It's a little bit, it's a, it's a little bit of me time. 100%. <laughs> I think that's a nice way to, to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Theo, thank you for being just yes. so open and honest with us. We had a really lovely conversation. And uh, yeah, we need to go to Dragons on night. Yeah, we, we all miss Dragons. <laughs> um, if, you, if people want to follow you online, what's your Instagram? 
uh, Instagram and Twitter are at the underscore Theo underscore Ford. And I'm always happy to uh, to give a follow back or, or to tweet. And it's always nice mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, stay in touch with people that might, yeah. you know. Well, listen, it was nice to chat. And uh, thanks again for coming on. And thanks for being a, a petty little bitch. Like yeah. Yeah. Thanks oh, for thank, you, Theo. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you, Theo. So that was our interview with Theo. Uh, we actually got some listener questions from our Patreons. Mm-hmm. And if you're a nosy Nora, you'll be able to listen to all those answers over on our Patreon episode. But in the meantime... It is everybody's favourite time of the week and sometimes time of the month, depends on what you listen. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. It is, of course, Rotter of the Week, and we are here with several Rotters. Um, I think some weeks are good for Rotters and other weeks are bad, aren't they? Yeah. I feel like every time you go away, there's always an airport Rotter. Yeah, I've tried to not do that this time because it feels yeah, too predictable. Yeah, that kind of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the airport Rotter kind of brought me because I, I just, in general, airports, and also, can we just say the way... If all the flights have been cancelled now that is just one big rotter oh I'd hate to be there I know. Oh. Like, <laughs> I, I know this is going to be bad I know people, some people are like Manchester flight didn't look great oh it's I've been I'm I mean sorry to listen say. Like, oh. I know some people probably have a great time over there but yeah. from what I saw it's just a sweat box on the streets yeah. and I've been and people knock into you every five seconds you can't keep a drink in your hand because they keep spilling it on you yeah, it's not for me either, to be yeah. honest. I yeah. don't know if there is a pride. Maybe a- I, I don't know if there is a pride for me either. Yeah. I think maybe just because we're so into working at prize and kind of like, you know, when you see people just like living their best life. It just, and I don't want to queue. No. Which is kind of my mm. first rotter. So I'm going to get straight into it. I was at your birthday party. So your my first rotter is connected to that. And I had just put my mom into a taxi. My mom had a fucking ball, but she, she was well on. Yeah. And I, just, I turned to her at one point. And she, she was just a bucket of sweat because she'd been dancing nonstop. I saw her dancing to like Luann's song, Money Can't Buy Your Class. Yeah. She doesn't even know that song. But she was like, yeah. Anyway, so she turned, she was like, I need to go. I need to go. <laughs> Uh, and honestly a little part of me was like grand because then I can chill and yeah. like not worry about her getting home because like obviously it's worried but um stuck in a taxi then went through the front door into the downstairs bar because yeah. it was a bit, upstairs was so busy for your birthday that it was hard to get served fast so I thought smart bitch get mm. a drink down here go up three ladies were sitting on the bar right one of them had a stool there with her bat like no a scarf on it right. and she was like swanning around right so I went in around the front of her stool because yeah. they were blocking the whole bar yeah to order a drink now there was no one sitting there yeah well, she came back while i was ordering a, a drink and she was they were all giving me filthies yeah filthies for ordering a drink yeah. they're sitting at the bar yeah and i'm like just because you have a fucking stool at the bar no. does not mean you own the fucking no. bar in fact these people need to sell booze and you're yeah. sitting over your glass of wine all night are you listening to this i'm i'm about to order three doubles and three shots and, and put some fucking money behind yeah. the bar and she gave me filthies and you know me, I have a switch yeah, I know. and the switch went. I know. Did and you, I, what did you say? And I said, is there something wrong? Uh-huh. And she was like, because if you feel that I'm in your space, please yeah. let me know. But I'm just trying to get a drink. Yeah. And they just kept throwing me filthies. Yeah. And what I, what I wanted to say was, yeah. there's a reason why you three are going to st- stand here and sit here on your own yeah. for the night. How old are these Because, women? I don't know, like probably around the same age as me, because 
face sour, sour yeah. face. Do you know what I mean? And like, I was up for crack. Your brother was beside me. Yeah. We were having banter. Yeah. They could have gotten involved in that. No. We might have even invited them upstairs. Miserable. Miserable married Owens. You don't own. No. You don't, I don't even know if they're married, but like, you don't own the bar. Yeah. The, the, the fact is, I'm trying to put money behind it. Yeah. That's what people do. Well, yeah. Fuck them anyway. Um, my first rudder is um, straight people on stag parties dressed up as stupid gobshites. Like characters, like say someone dressed up as Bruno in a pair of pink shorts <laughs> walking around. Or like, so, like somebody dressed in, you know... Like shit drag, like uh-huh. and it's like then it runs all the lads. Oh, thinking it's gas, and it yeah. actually just looks fucking stupid. Yeah, you just look like an absolute dope. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't look like it's fun. Doesn't look like anyone else thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thinks it's. I just think it's ridiculous. I hate it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Like it, it's not funny. Like you're not creative in any way. Yeah, you're just you're basic. Yeah. I actually think it's, that's it's, a rudder as well. It is a rudder, isn't it? Yeah. It's basic. It's just basic. So, yeah. And it looks like hell to go on those yeah. trips as and well. And I actually saw this one, um, I saw this one uh, thing on, it was like either TikTok or something, but basically they brought this guy from his, like they picked him up at his house, mm. put him into this like pink, I think velour tracksuit and four Uggs, yeah. brought him to the airport, got him through security, got him through all that. But then when they were checking and going on to the flight, mm-hmm. they had booked him for the next flight. Mm-hmm. So he had to stay in the airport while they all flew off and he had to get the flight on his own, dressed in the... That's in not the, fun. It's not. It's actually just like pathetic. That's not fun no. in any way. They thought it was gas. Like, I, I'm all up for a prank, but like a scare prank or like, but like, how is that fun? Yeah, I know. And especially being the other person where you have to say, he had to stay in the airport in his pink gogs and his tracksuit and yeah. wait for the next flight. Also, like... You wear the pink Uggs and wear the pink tracksuit. That's not funny either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? P- lots of males wear pink Uggs and pink tracksuits. Who yeah. cares? I know. It's just that it's the, it's the undertone of it that I just think it's just... Really, yeah. It You're dressed me. like a little fairy. Yeah. That's what the undertone is. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So that's one rudder. Uh, I actually don't have a second rudder. Oh my I, I had something down that I forgot to speak about, which is uh, kind of I have my own rudder. So like I've, I've come to this conclusion that if someone like, well, basically if, if Calvin pulls the bed covers in the middle of the night. Mm. I wake up immediately and he's asleep. He's not doing this on purpose. And I take it so personally. Like, I'm like, how dare you? Dare you? I actually tried one of them before and they're so warm and uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. You're very temperature sensitive, aren't you? I'm very, I'm really? just sensitive full stuff. really sensitive. <laughs> Little moany bitch. Jesus. Go on, what's yours? Oh, the next one you actually did agree with me because I was saying to you. Oh, yeah. And I think you all agree that this is a, this is a, you, this is what we call a universal water. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go into the shop to buy like a drink. Mm-hmm. Like now I love it. I love an iced tea. Controversial. You do. But I do. Low in calories. Lovely. Mm. And they're always, you know, these front facing uh, fridges that they have all the drinks in. Yeah. Have you ever at once got a cold drink out of those? Ever? They're always like room temperature. Yeah. Like they're never cold. Ever. Never. And I'm like, I'm sick of like, you literally be like gasping for like, you know, like even like a cold kind of Coke or whatever. The Coke's never really that. No. Cool. No. So I'm like, what is going on? Remember the old days, the old fridge. It's mm-hmm. like, you may as well go to the shelf and get a six pack of yeah. Coke Zero, which is probably about a euro more expensive and they're not chilled anyway. Speaking of Coke Zero as well, we're on the topic. Did you see Jill Zarin coming from? Yes. Did you see that? Travelling yes. to Europe and it, she made all the headlines where it was like American travels yeah. to Poor bitch, Diet not Coke. even getting a name She only though. drinks Diet Coke. Yeah. I shouldn't drink water. I'm laughing because you used to be at the Diet Coke girl for a short window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about anything else coming up. <laughs> they're talking, by the way, while you mentioned Housewives, I know we're wrapping up, but like they're talking about rebooting the whole Atlanta cast. Yeah, I think that's a bad again. idea. I think it's a bad idea too. Yeah. Did you listen to the interview with Kenny Moore? Yes. With Carlos but they're King. saying that maybe the reason she was so honest is because she, she knows, knows she's out. Yeah. Well, like if they do that, I like New York, I refuse to watch. Yeah. I refuse to watch. I'm like, I, I'm a fan of these girls. That's why I watch the show. Yeah. And it's already kind of dwindling on me as is. So I'm like, I'm not preparing to get into mm. the franchise. I'm not going to watch that new New York. I'm not going to watch a new Atlanta. If, if they're done with that, yeah. then I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's it. We are going to wrap up. You can catch us over on our Patreon immediately with another episode if you need a bit more. Um, that's it, isn't it? It is for now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Until next time. Stay petty. Stay petty. Mm-hmm.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.